Hey guys, Lauren here. So I had recorded this episode weeks ago. I want to say the first week of October. And I'm just putting it out now, but I just wanted to have a word beforehand because I realized that what I say for people that are actively in an abusive relationship might be triggering is that I'm not trying to blame anyone here. It's not your fault, but it is your responsibility how you ended up in an abusive relationship. As someone that has an extensive history of sexual violence, traumatic relationships, and abuse for essentially my entire life, I can say that you are not a victim anymore. If at perhaps one time you were victimized when you were a child, you don't have to stay that way. You don't have to continue giving away your power, and it is really on nobody but you to change. I often talk to so many people that want to point the finger and say, well, my partner is toxic. They're the narcissist. Well, I'm sorry, but someone that is healthy doesn't date dysfunctional people. So again, it's not to make yourself feel any worse or more guilty than you probably already do. It's just about taking personal responsibility for our choices here on out. At one point, perhaps we were the victim. That's not the case anymore if you are an adult. And it's our job to heal. It's not our job to change other people. That's why I'm not a huge fan of specific person work when it comes to the law of attraction, because why the fuck would I want to manifest someone that doesn't see my worth? If you know your value, you will not date people that disrespect you and treat you as if you have no value. It's just as simple as that. And so again, in no way I'm saying that you deserve it, but you did manifest where you are right now if you resonate with this episode. And if you would like to work with me, I do offer a coaching program called Nix the Narcissist, where we focus on no more narcissists in our life. The first part, if you do the 12-week course, it will be broken down into three months. The first month, we'll do psychoeducation together on how we got here, look at what is narcissism, how do we define abuse, what are red flags to look out for, and we'll just really take a self-inquiry to raise our emotional intelligence. In month two, we're really going to be diving into limiting beliefs, blocks, shadow work, and trauma healing. And then in month three, we're going to be working on creating new patterns, holding ourselves accountable, and taking aligned action so that we never manifest a narcissist abusive relationship ever again. Now, here's a caveat. If you are recently out of an abusive relationship, or let's say you are in one, please do not look for a scapegoat. Please do not be searching for someone else to get you out of that relationship. Please do not be dating. I haven't had sex or dated in about five months now because my last experience in June was just such an earth-shattering rock-bottom moment that I said, I can't do this anymore. I'm the common denominator. No matter what country I go to, no matter how old the person is, it was the same person again and again. And so by removing myself from men, (laughs) I gave myself the opportunity to learn to fall in love with myself, have a healthy, healing, happy whole relationship with myself. And I do know that when the time is right, I will meet someone organically. I won't have to go chasing, seeking them out, And I'll know that I deserve that, a healed person, because I myself will be healed at that point in time. It's not like I am not attracted to men anymore, trust me. 
I fucking love European men. It's all it takes is me watching one YouTube video of Italian men on freaking Vespas and my pussy explodes. But um, I'm sorry if any family members are listening to this, but I don't really have an interest in getting validation from external sources at this moment anymore. And I'm really tired of empty relationships that our surface level, surface level shallow and where we're both clearly emotionally unavailable. So I want the same for you. Please take that off the table if you are doing this work on yourself because from personal experience, I can guarantee or at least bet you will keep attracting the same person over and over and over again until that wound is completely healed. So Let's get into the episode. I thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it in honor of Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Please note at the time of this episode, which is October 21st, that this is coming out. I am not on Instagram. I plan to take a little social media break, whether it's for a week or just a month detox. And I'll go back on when I travel the world in a couple of weeks, because I definitely want to share that with everyone. So if you would like to inquire about coaching or reach me, you can contact me via my website for now. And let's get into the episode. Do you feel frustrated, discouraged, unfulfilled, and burned out? Do you have a yearning for a life that is so much more? Are you sick and tired of hearing rich gurus shell out advice on the law of attraction, but it seems no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to get the life you know you deserve? Well, listen up, boo, because I have been there too. That's why I am so excited to introduce the launch of my new 12-week coaching program, Write Your Reality. Write Your Reality is a three-month total transformation where you'll be working one-on-one with me to consciously create the reality of your dreams. Maybe you've tried everything but can't seem to make any headway. That's where I come in as your accountability partner, manifestation mentor, psychological expert, and self-help coach. I will take you through 12 weeks of personalized sessions to revamp your self-perception, improve your self-concept, unlearn your old identity, and make huge shifts towards creating the life you've always envisioned. With proven psychological tools, metaphysical techniques, custom-tailored feedback, and radical honesty, you can take my hands and I will teach you how to align with the highest, unlimited, best version of you. Log on to lmcoletti.com to send me a message and we will get started on writing your new reality together. I hope you all know that I'm sharing this not only from educational perspective, but more so importantly than anything else, a personal perspective, because everything that I talk about, I will not talk about something that I don't have personal wisdom and knowledge in. So I share this with so much empathy and love and compassion because I literally was there. I might even still be there with you struggling with these things. And I know that they're not easy, but once you realize kind of how simple it is, when you just take your power back, when we come from an empowered perspective, our whole lives can change. But the first, the first part is owning the problem and taking responsibility. And I know it's so easy to dodge accountability and place the blame on other people, but really everything comes back to us and it's a hard pill to swallow. So 
In today's episode, I want to talk about why you attract abusive people into your life. And again, please know that I say this all with a grain of salt, but I have to admit that every toxic, dysfunctional, and unhealthy abusive person in my life, I manifested that. I literally attract that into my life. And this isn't to add more guilt and shame and blame. It's not about blaming yourself or hating yourself or resenting yourself any more than you probably already do. But again, it's just knowing that we have the power and it's up to us to stop it, not anyone else. Now, I'll admit I was the queen of abusive relationships. I think that every single relationship I've ever had in my life romantically was violent, um, at the very best, emotionally abusive, and at the very worst, mentally, sexually, financially, and physically abusive to the point where in 2016, I literally was sent to the hospital and almost lost my life. So I say this with all of the personal experience in the world. I've been to domestic violence shelters, centers have called domestic violence hotlines. So I really understand how bad it can get. I even sustained a traumatic brain injury. So if there's anyone that has a PhD in (laughs) uh, domestic violence, it's me. But at the same time, I don't own that anymore. That's no longer my reality. And if it's the last thing I do, I will never, ever again entertain an abusive person in my life. I'm learning to become the queen of cutting people off. And as heinous as this might sound, I'm learning to really not give a fuck if I hurt people's feelings. And again, I don't mean that from a perspective of just go around fucking people over and hurting people. I mean it more so that when we start to respect ourselves and we start to honor our own boundaries and raise our standards, we will tolerate so much less than we might've put up with before. Now, I am not interested in a romantic relationship at this point in my life because I want to date myself. I want to continue falling in love with myself. And I just don't feel ready for a man or woman to enter my life in more than a platonic way at this point where I'm at. I know I have a whole lot more work to do. And quite frankly, right now, I want to work on my business, my career, my wealth. I My top three manifestations are probably when it comes to my professional life, when it comes to financial freedom, and then moving abroad. There's no place in my life right now for dating or committed serious relationship. I do want that down the line. I'd say in the next year, I feel I will meet someone that is going to be my long-term partner, perhaps even my husband or wife. But in the moment, I just want to do me. And... I think a lot of that comes in part from fear because the last year was the best year of my life, but really traumatizing because I noticed a pattern where everyone I dated was a sociopath. (laughs) Like literally, I don't know if they were clinical sociopaths, but they had very narcissistic qualities, not to say they're a narcissist, but they just sucked and they were terrible, horrible people and mean to me. But as much as I might want to shit on these people and talk about, oh, they did me so wrong, they did, it really was my fault. Um, and I say that with so much love and compassion and understanding for myself because if someone respects themselves, 
there is no way in hell that they would put up with or entertain someone that doesn't respect them. That's just the bottom line, my friends. I feel like so many people are coming from a defense point where they're like, oh, but I I love myself, I respect myself, so why is everyone in my life so toxic? I'm sorry, you don't. You really don't because people are mirrors of you. They're quite a mirror projection of what's going on inside of you. Everyone that comes into contact with you is a reflection of your internal state. So when I'm happy, I even notice it's as simple as this. When I'm in a good mood and I'm feeling positive and optimistic and grateful and just vibrating high as fuck, there's nothing or no one that could bring me down. Mean people don't even come into contact with me because they don't align or resonate with the vibration I'm giving off. Having traveled to seven different countries in the past six months, one question I am constantly asked is, how do you afford that? People always tell me they would love to travel but don't have the money. Well, my friends, today is your lucky day because not being able to afford vacations is no longer an excuse. No, I'm not a trust fund or a sugar baby. I just use World Packers, and now you can too. World Packers is the safest community for travel and volunteering. With World Packers, I can explore, collaborate, and make an impact going virtually anywhere for basically nothing. All I do is type in a location and browse listings. With homestays and hostels to social causes or animal care, I choose my interests and apply to a variety of hosts. You can even read reviews and hear other World Packers experiences to determine if it's a good fit. Just enter your desired dates and apply. It's quick, simple, and saves tons of cash so that you could put the money you'd have spent on accommodation and food towards your flight. World Packers has been an awesome way for me to make connections, meet new people, go on endless adventures, and learn about myself. I used it to stay one month in Albania, and who knows where I'm heading next. Try it yourself, create an account, and use code Coletti to save $10 today. That's C-O-L-L-E-T-T-I to take $10 off today. World Packers, where will you go next? What comes into our experience is a match for us. So if we are not a match with someone that's on a low vibration or a low frequency, then they won't come into our physical experience. It's, like I said, pretty simple. But let me start with sharing a little bit about my dating history to use an example. So when I grew up, And I won't take you through my whole troubled childhood because quite frankly, no one gives a fuck and it doesn't matter. But I had a lot of adverse, like early on childhood traumatic experiences that influenced my self-concept, which is essentially what I teach on. So I had a very poor self-image, low self-esteem, didn't even exist self-esteem for me. I didn't feel worthy of anything good. I felt I didn't deserve happiness or love. My parents weren't available. My father passed away at a young age. I was adopted. So I had all this attachment trauma and all this abandonment wounding. And so when I started getting bullied in middle school, it kind of set the stage for me to hate myself and see myself as my worst enemy. I had so much self-disgust. I was so repulsed by myself. I had an eating disorder. I started self-harming. So I abused myself first. For foremost and firstly, I destroyed myself. So when I started liking boys, my first boyfriend, he told me that he was too ashamed to be seen with me in public. So he could only date me through AIM, instant messenger, because he was too embarrassed since I was so ugly. And then I'll save you all, you know, this would be 60 minutes long, but it was one thing after another, one person after the next, 
same person, different face until I got into my late teen years and then my boyfriend started hitting me and it just got worse and worse and worse because I saw myself through the lens of this is normal, love is chaotic, love is drama filled, people that love you, hurt you or leave you. And so that's what I got because that's what I expected. But when we start expecting better and wanting more for ourselves, we'll be turned off by people like that, that put us down, that criticize us, that do this, that, and the next. And when I started recognizing these things and I started educating on myself, I learned what the red flags and the warning signs were. Textbook definition, like a red flag is this and a warning sign is that. But I would ignore them and I would go against my intuition because when we are in these types of relationships, our inner voice becomes smaller and smaller. It never leaves you. It's always there. But your insecurities and your self-doubt grow louder and louder while your belief and your faith and your trust in yourself diminish. And so I thought, what went wrong? You know, I didn't see this coming. How could they? Even if we're cheated on, I'm not saying it's your fault, but it is definitely 50-50. It's equal because if a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this, and I say this with full transparency that I've been cheated on. So I think every relationship, even if the person sucks, even if they're a batterer, even if they're a cheater, it is 50% on us because someone that really didn't resonate or align with that level of someone that's capable of hurting us that way, they would have never even made it past the first date. And so we can blame all these external and outside circumstances and situations and people, or we can turn inward and get to the root cause of why this is happening. And this isn't just with romantic relationships. This is with platonic relationships, our friendships, our family. My family was a little bit dysfunctional. You can say my immediate family. I was adopted and they never knew who the father was. And my sister was a bully and rejected me. And my mom was very manipulative and controlling helicopter parent. And so I felt stuck. And in turn, I would magnetize friends into my life that also had these horrible upbringings in similar situations. And I used to kind of get off on it. I was like, oh, we're the victim. I'm not alone. It's not us. It's not just me. And then as I started doing this work one or two months ago, I had to end those friendships because we bonded over our trauma. We bonded over being negative and pessimistic and playing the victim game. But when I started realizing that this is all a manifestation of the world I'm creating with my mind, our mind is like a wand, then I said, I don't want any part in this anymore. That was a part of my life, but it's not me anymore. I choose to write a new reality. And so I had to let those friendships go. And instead of feeling bad and thinking, oh, well, I owe them. I'm obligated to be their friend. I need to be there for them or else I'm a bad friend. I was just like, right now, my number one priority is myself growing, developing, making me better. And as we start to transform and do the work and heal, 
the people and the thoughts and the things that we used to be attracted to will just not be appealing to us anymore. And that's okay. Friends grow apart. Sometimes we go our separate ways and it's all part of the process. Like that saying, people are meant to be in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. It's true and it's okay to release people and let them go without feeling like you are a bad person because you have to set those internal boundaries with yourself and those new standards. And so even the friends in your life, sometimes you'll attract friends that I know I had my best friend from last year was very verbally abusive. It was walking on eggshells. She was really mean to me and it wasn't a surprise because I bullied myself. So why wouldn't I be a magnet to people that want to bully me and make me feel small? But when I said I no longer want to feel invisible, I want to claim my part in this. I want to do better and have a better life. Then I had to surrender that friendship and terminate that relationship. And I've ended so many things in the last year or two with people. And even though I have less people in my life more now than ever, I feel less lonely than I ever had because I'm really enjoying my own company. So all in all, I'm going to wrap this up. It all starts with you, boo. When you can create that confidence in yourself, truly, truly love, honor, respect yourself, learn to honor yourself. When you do that, a lot of people are going to fall away. Or you're just not even going to want to talk to people anymore. You'll notice your preferences in people and your taste are changing. And I used to really be attracted to the bad boys, to the emotionally unavailable men, the men that I had to beg and fight for their love. My ex-boyfriend used to tell me, if you don't get new clothes, if you don't fix your hair, if you don't wear makeup, then I'm breaking up with you. And I used to abide by his rules. I used to let him control my life because I so badly wanted someone to accept me. But I realized that I only was falling in love with men that rejected me was because I didn't approve of myself. And I thought that that's the best that I can do. And now I'm just like, yo, I have so much to offer that it's going to take an amazing, incredible, special person who's as much as a badass and like as me for me to you know give up this time that I'm really enjoying spending with myself because when we love ourselves we will not tolerate people that treat us poorly it's just as simple as that they they won't even be a match to you they won't even like they're not on your level so it starts with us and I'll take you through a three-step formula, this three-step process that I created once a month. We focus on a new topic. It's a 12-week coaching program to help you with this. We have a trauma inventory. We have so many journaling prompts and meditations and exercises and one-on-one coaching for three months to help you with this work if you are struggling, if you find yourself falling into the same dynamic over and over again. I'm telling you, it is possible to have a different outcome but the work starts with us it's us that needs to change it's not them and again you could stay where you are and just complain oh everyone's a narcissist (laughs) no I'm sorry but I wouldn't say I have any narcissists in my life right now because I don't fuck with that anymore 
I refuse to accept that. Like, it's just not cute anymore where I used to think that was really hot and it it was sexy to the wounded shadow part of me. Now I'm just like, bro, I'm like so fucking past that. It's like, I'm over it, <laughs> really. And when we can start to be present with ourselves, then then we will see that we'll attract people that can love us and be available for us. But again, it all starts with you. You decide. You are your point of attraction, really. So that's what I want to say. A lot of people won't like that because, well, they're just not willing to take a look at themselves. But when you can look at yourself and say, this was my past, this was the mistakes, this was the role I played, and just accept it and love that about yourself, have compassion and realize how far you've grown then we can better the relationship and nurture ourselves, nourish the relationship with ourselves. And every single one of our relationships in our life will benefit as a result. So that's that for today. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Lauren M. Coletti. I also have my business Instagram, right.your.reality. I'll link my website with my monthly blog, as well as other podcast episodes and options where you can work one-on-one with me 